0: Hey, it's Joe Loud Guy, and this is sociable socialism. Hope you like the music. It's our first time trying it. Today, what we're going to be discussing uh, is the recent uh, shootings that took place uh, in El Paso and Dayton, Uh, and uh, thank you all uh, for tuning in. Uh, Obviously, uh, this is to be expected Uh, in the gun country. It seems like we can't go two weeks without another mass shooting. Uh, It's horrifying, and... uh, Until our politicians act, it's something that could happen in your hometown. It can happen at your school. It can happen at your office. It could happen at a concert you're going to. It seems like, frankly, the only way that it would impact the lives of these politicians is if it happened to them directly. And even then, I'm certain if they survived, they'd still support legalizing guns. They'd probably end up being a spokesperson for the NRA for the money because that is how loathsome uh, this current brand of congressperson and uh, senators that we have in there is. They just don't care. Uh, Obviously, I rail against uh, conservatism and uh, Republicans uh, quite a bit. and They are the ones that accept the most amount of money uh, from the NRA. And to that end, they accept all the money. Uh, My understanding is that the Democratic Party, by and large, takes little to no money from the NRA, but they still don't fight in the way that I would, Uh, which honestly is more disappointing uh, to have this kind of evil roaming around out there and to just do nothing in the face of it. It's... I mean, it's, it, it's not what I want to live in. It's not a a country that I want to be a part of, where at any time doing something as innocuous as going to a store is potentially life-threatening. And yeah, I mean, you, you can run down the statistics and the numbers and say you have a higher chance of dying on your way to the store in a car than you actually do of a mass shooting, but When I get into a car, I am aware of the threat of being in the car. I have volunteered to get into the car. I'm aware of that fact. When I eat a burger, I'm aware of the fact that the cholesterol may one day give me heart disease. When I go to the store, I'm not actually thinking about, gee, I'm in danger here. I could be attacked. That's not really what's going through my head. I'm just trying to remember the list of things that I'm buying. So it it really... The situational context of just trying to live your life and then suddenly, bam, shot, is insane. And no other country on earth has to deal with it. And this is going to get into one of the probably the more controversial uh, stances that I take in my personal life. But I am for repealing the Second Amendment, uh, a full removal of the law. Uh, And of course... Uh, this is the kind of thing that would make the right wing's heads explode. This is exactly what they fearmonger about. They say that uh, liberals on the uh, far left want to take your guns. Uh, and I just say, yeah, okay, fine. I-, I would remove the Second Amendment. I would put a ban on all assault rifles, probably a ban on all pistols, frankly, and only allow for hunting rifles uh, to be carried uh, by the civilian population. And I would end the weapons manufacturing industry as it currently exists. I just don't think that there should be a profit motive to creating things that kill people, uh, whether we're talking about, uh, whether we're talking about food, whether we're talking about energy, whether we're talking about weapons, there shouldn't be a profit motive to harming people, whether we're talking about healthcare, I mean, you, you don't want to introduce a financial incentive uh, to commit harm against someone. It it never works out well. And I I don't really think it's that complicated. I, I understand why a lot of my fellows in the Democratic Party would consider me to be far left for this stance alone, not to say nothing of my other stances. Uh, But even some of my fellow socialists don't like this stance. They don't like the idea of disarming the public because how else are they going to be able to fight back against government oppression? So it's not a popular stance across the board, what I'm taking here. But I do think it's the correct one because you just look at the empirical evidence. We're the only nation on earth that enshrines gun law on the same level as, say, freedom of speech or freedom of religion. And we have more guns per capita than we have people. It's like 101 guns to every 100 person. And wouldn't you know it? We have a monopoly on the world's gun deaths. Uh, We have 500-some people killed each year as a result of accidental discharges, which is already uh, an order of magnitude greater than the amount of people total that died in Japan last year from gun deaths. Uh, They have a ban on all weapons. And they had, I believe, three gun deaths. So it is, it doesn't compare. Uh, this is an issue where I think that we need to really go down to the foundation and just recognize that it is unwise to allow civilians this kind of power over another person's life, no matter what your justifications are about protecting your family, no matter what your fantasies are about living out some kind of diehard situation. Uh, The El Paso shooter, before he was uh, taken down, or no, the Dayton shooter, before he was taken down, injured nine people in a matter of about 30 seconds. And the good guy with a gun myth I mean, you're not going to get much better than 30 seconds. That's just a fact. No one can react faster than 30. What are you going to get? 25 seconds? He still took down nine people. You know, I mean, this—he injured some 27 others. It, 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 it is not clear thinking to assume that we can stop these individuals. It's just not clear thinking to assume that we are uh, able to get to them fast enough with whatever method you want. It wouldn't even have to be gun. Let's say a taser if you want to take the non-lethal route. It is not clear thinking to assume you can get to them before they have killed a mother, a father, your siblings, your friends. They will fire off. 30 rounds before someone stops them, and then there goes a life, and that is inexcusable. Now, a lot of Democrats, a lot of well-intentioned people want to do a half measure, I guess is what I would call it, on this issue, and they talk about just banning assault weapons, comprehensive gun control. Uh, Medicare for all, I do think would help because we do talk about the mental illness aspect of this quite a bit, but we never do anything about it because that would involve some form of health care for the people. And this is the great thing about not helping the people on healthcare and not helping the people on guns is that the uh, Republican lie factory gets to come out and say, no, it's the video game industry, despite the fact that uh, Japan has video games and they don't have mass shootings. Uh, (laughs) uh, Australia, you know, Europe have shooters, violent video games. They don't have mass shootings. It doesn't happen uh, because they don't have the guns. And that's the fundamental problem. Uh, so, if this seems extreme, if this turns people off, if they say that uh, this would lose Democrats the election to focus on, I, I hear you on the fear. I get why that is something that we might want to shy away from. But we, Medicare for All was not popular either at one point. Acti- action on the environment was not popular at one point. Uh, Things become popular because the science eventually becomes irrefutable. The numbers are in and politicians have the bravery to just stand up and make it mainstream. You stand up and say it out loud and after the first couple times, people stop being shocked. They stop being stunned, and then they give the thought some i some real or the idea some real thought. They really put their minds to it, and I think most people would realize this is the cleanest solution because all of our current uh, half measures, all of the current uh, proposals on the table that I have seen, are all they are all rooted and. Couched in the idea that the Second Amendment is going to remain. It's going to be there. We're going to leave it as is. We're just not going to interpret it in this radical way that the NRA has interpreted in it. But the fact that it has that wording shall not be infringed, even with the well regulated militia part, that shall not be infringed bit is something that I think is a problem. I think the law is worded poorly. If we just want to allow hunting rifles, we can allow hunting rifles. As I said, my own personal opinion is fine. You can have a hunting rifle. Single shot, long to load, fine. I, I would still rather not have to worry about someone taking a hunting rifle and like assassinating me at a mall. But you know, I mean, you can only control for so much. And I, I am cognizant that some people like to hunt and that they want to have that option there. So fine. But beyond that, Personal firearms, I see no no need for. I see no need for. Like, you can say it's your hobby. You can say it is something that you, you've, you've never used it improperly. You, you've gone through all the training. But plenty of people have been trained, experts, certified teachers who accidentally shoot themselves in the foot quite literally because the gun was loaded and they weren't expecting it to be loaded. These things are not toys. They are weapons of war. And they can kill you, no matter how well trained you are, no matter how well intentioned you are. You can become complacent, and then bam, shoot yourself or your friends. And uh, I once had a a friend of mine showing me their gun, and they had them pointing it at me, like it was sitting in their hand. They were pointing at me, and I took my hand and I pushed it to face the other direction. They said it's not loaded, and it's like I don't know that. Like it, it, it's insane to me how laissez-faire people can be about weapons. What what you're holding could take the life of the person you're sitting across from or yourself. We have 20,000 suicides per year as a result of guns. People take the gun that they own or borrowed, stick it in their mouth, and blow their brains out, and that's the end of it. They're gone. Suicide is a problem everywhere across the world. It is something that is a mental health, that's a real mental health crisis, and I certainly uh, want to treat it as such. But the reason why suicide is so easy in this country is because of guns. It is very easy to kill yourself or someone else with a gun. You know, it it isn't just uh, hanging yourself, you know, it isn't uh, something that is... You, you can catch a relative if they have to hang themselves or asphyxiate themselves in a car. You can head it off and, you know, if they or if they slice their wrists. And if once these people fail, usually on, on the first attempt, they usually seek help. There's actually statistics for that is that people seek help if they fail on the first attempt to kill themselves. But you don't fail normally with a gun. It, it just ends you because that's what it was made to do. Now, of course, on Twitter, I am uh, or have been pushing the uh, hashtag repeal the Second Amendment. But uh, I I don't know of any politicians, even Bernie Sanders, who I'm a huge supporter of, that are what on what I would say is the right side of this issue uh, from a national conversation standpoint. And I the only way I can see that changing is just one person at a time. You just keep speaking your truth uh because i it it is not a popular stance and and you just have to accept that uh but the more these shootings happen the more i imagine people are going to come around to the idea just because i don't think there is as much of an attachment to the second amendment by the larger population than there is freedom of speech you know uh freedom of religion, freedom of assembly, things that actually are useful for a cohesive society, things that actually are freedoms, you know, and I would consider the freedom to not be shot to be a freedom, the freedom to go to a concert and not have to worry about an assault rifle being fired off. It is... It's uncomparable with any other nation on Earth. we It's the kind of numbers you see at wartime when you have 30,000 people per year that die, 20,000 to suicides, 10,000 to homicides, 10,000 homicides per year, and 500 accidental discharges. And every time one of these shootings happen, gun purchases go up. The NRA, they make their money. You know, they continue to make sure our politicians make no noises about gun regulation. We see the thoughts and prayers on Twitter. We see the uh, mental health rhetoric, and nothing changes. You know Sandy Hook, some babies get killed. Toddlers. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. And that was under a Democratic president. So this is... It's across both parties. You know, I, I, I don't like the both sides rhetoric because I don't think that there is an equal distribution of responsibility in the both sides rhetoric. It's true to some extent, certainly. But there is clearly one entity that revels in their culpability and one that is ashamed of it and tries to uh, do what I would call middling changes around the edges. And even that middling change is more than we see out of the sheer revelry. Uh, from the Republican right wing, Uh, they will not budge on this issue. You know, I mean, the gun nuts that are out there are almost entirely, I mean, again, anyone, you know, that owns multiple firearms is almost certainly a Republican. You're not going to run into a Democrat that owns six assault rifles, you know, and it, it, it just doesn't happen. I mean, certainly, uh, those people exist i'm not trying to pretend that they don't but the the numbers would be minuscule in comparison with the right-wing militias that are out there they love guns and it's a problem there is this mental image they seem to have of themselves in the country where these guns make them into superheroes like it it it's disgusting you walk around spending an ungodly amount of money. Let's be clear, these things are not cheap, and neither is the ammo that goes with them. Spending an ungodly amount of money to be so well armed that if your son or daughter one day made it into your gun cabinet accidentally, they could end themselves. I mean, it what a risk. I don't want one of those in my home. I don't want guns near me. I don't want to be it's the same reason why I don't want to sit next to like a rattlesnake. Like, you can tell me it's well-trained, you can tell me you're a professional, you you can show me all the licenses in the world. I'm still not sitting easy because there's a rattlesnake sitting next to me, and I would rather not sit there. I want to be a little bit farther away from that as far as is conveniently possible. And in this country, it's like we put the onus on the people that want safety to justify their safety in the face of these people that threaten them with these weapons. It's insane and backwards. No other country on Earth has this problem. When the New Zealand shooter uh, killed 50 some odd people in that mosque, I believe the total count was 51, uh, they banned weapons the next day. And then Within a week. I mean, it it was an insane turnaround time. And I saw that and I'm like, no, that that was actually when I was convinced. Before that point, I was like, man, you could probably make an argument to do it. But I wasn't as vociferously supportive of banning this or repealing the Second Amendment. Uh, But after seeing that, I was like, oh, this is easy for other countries to fix. Our country just has this outdated law that we call a right. But it is a law. It's on a piece of paper. There is no reason why I can't go to another country and still be free. Quote, unquote, I'll have my freedom. I just won't also be threatened with gun violence. And of course, this is where they go, hey, if you don't love America, you can leave it. No, I'm sorry. I do not accept that. I'm going to try to improve this country and make the people here safer. And I don't give a damn if you think this is a part of your nation. Again, we all have hobbies. Uh, Skiing is a hobby. Golf is a hobby. Tennis is a hobby. Those hobbies don't kill people regularly. Your gun hobby kills 30,000 Americans per year. Okay? There is a certain threshold after which a hobby is considered to be so dangerous to the general public that we just don't do it anymore for the sake of the general public. They don't let people go sit in barrels and ride Niagara Falls anymore Potentially to their deaths because enough people have died doing it. You know what I mean? Same concept. If you have 30,000 people per year going over Niagara Falls in a barrel, I would hope they would put up some railings and have some guards to stop people from jumping in barrels to kill themselves in a reckless act of stupidity. 30,000 gun deaths per year is like a war. And it's a war on ourselves. And I feel very strongly that the foundational problem here is leaving this law where it is, this Second Amendment. Even if you say that it has the well-regulated militia bit, you know, it, it, it just that shall not be infringed wording is problematic for me. It is a poorly worded law. And I, I'm not saying get rid of all guns. Again, as I said, we can keep hunting rifles. But I am saying get rid of this precedent, this, this institutional power based around this law that allows these gun fanatics to justify their behavior, to act like this is somehow normal, to say that behavior that defends the right to own a weapon of mass murder is Healthy and, in fact, a sign of a free country. It, it, it's completely backwards. It's completely backwards. We we need to rethink the way we push this issue. And I think starting with repealing the Second Amendment. I mean, look, they're going to say we're going to do it anyway. You know, one of the things Pete Buttigieg of all people said is that if we come out with Medicare for all and you know, completely do away with the private insurance, they're going to say we're socialists. If we do some kind of compromise plan, they're going to say we're socialists. So we might as well do what's right. And that's the fact. No matter what we do, they are going to call us socialists. So I've just gone ahead and been like, you know, I am a socialist. Uh, my my ideology lines up with socialism. I'm not going to run from it. I'm just going to embrace it because they, they use that phrase anyway. Anything that wants to improve the lives of people is socialism in the eyes of the Republican conservative movement. And even beyond that, I, I I guess I'm sort of done entertaining them. I'm I'm done giving their fears and concerns any more thought or warrant than we already have. It they have set policy for this country in one way or another for the last 40 years just by defining what the converse, the bounds of acceptable conversation is. And look what it's gotten us. We're less happy. We work longer hours. We make less money. And we are constantly under threat of gun violence. We can do better than this. And I am not going to defer to their preferences any longer. We need to disregard the fear of being labeled a socialist or extremist. We need to disregard the fear of being called anti-American. We need to disregard the fear that they will throw the Constitution at us and say that we aren't abiding by it. They already don't abide by the Constitution. They already have no problem violating free speech if it's about uh, Israel. Uh, If uh, you want to talk about uh, how Israel is occupying Palestinian land, uh, they can strip your free speech from you, deplatform you, do whatever they want, and uh, that's completely justified. They don't mind that; uh, that is to be expected, frankly. Uh, that's normal for them, uh, and that's a violation of free speech. You know, the the Fourth Amendment has been dead since the Patriot Act was passed. Uh, they search your information at will, and they don't ask for your consent to do so. They have oceans worth of data on the general public uh, recorded conversations, uh, just mass wiretapping of mass like aggregation of our texts. I mean, it, it is something that even if they don't save, they have access to if they want it at, at the drop of a hat and they don't need to ask for permission to do so. And that. That is also a constitutional violation. So rather than worry uh, about what they would their interpretation of the Constitution, since they already don't like laws that we put into the Constitution as it is, they actively work to undermine it. Uh, since they already disrespect it the way i see it is what we're doing is at least honest it's yeah no i don't like this this amendment and i want to repeal it unlike where they just don't abide by the amendments that are currently on the books i actually want to have it removed in good faith and voted on uh it it needs to be taken out of there and, and we can reword it we can put a new second amendment in or you know i guess it wouldn't be the second if we're going chronologically fine it would Take up another spot in the amendment list. The second amendment would vanish. But again, I mean, think about it. You know, it at one point it was illegal to sell alcohol in this country, and we repealed that. We've made mistakes. Calling something a right doesn't make it a good right. The right to own a gun. The right to own an assault rifle means that you also have the right to take someone's life in an instant. Now, you can say murder is illegal, but that doesn't stop them from being able to use these assault rifles. This, oh, pretty please with cherry on top, you know, cross your heart and hope to die. Good Samaritan behavior doesn't work, you know. It, it doesn't work to train people. And the myth, I think, is all but dead at this point that we were going to, what, arm teachers that was one of the things they were talking about. We're going to arm the teachers in the schools, give them pistols so they can defend themselves. And, of course, now it doesn't happen at just at schools. It never did in the first place, but schools were a a huge target. Now it's happening at malls and movie theaters. I mean, what are we going to do? We're all going to walk around with guns? It's insane. It's psychotic. They, there was uh, hundreds of people fleeing at Times Square because some motorcycles Uh, were popping off and it sounded like uh, an active shooter and people were fleeing and just falling over each other to get away. Our entire country is on edge at all times in every major public venue that there might be an active shooter that just pulls out an assault rifle, opens fire, and we all take cover. I'm sorry if this episode was kind of morbid, Uh, It's been kind of a morbid week, and the fact that nothing is going to come of it, no laws are going to get passed, nothing's going to change, yeah, it's a little depressing, frankly. Um, But I think this is the policy prescription. Uh, I am confident, however, uh, that Fox News will come out and tell us tomorrow uh, that it is a lack of church and a lack of God that has inspired these shooters uh, despite the fact that a lot of them, uh, in this case, the uh, the El Paso shooter uh, is using the same rhetoric as the president, talking about an invasion, an invasion. Of course, he had to arm himself. He had to protect himself from the invading hordes. Words that men like Ben Shapiro and Tucker Carlson have used. The border crisis is an invasion. You know, Jesse waters said it as well it it it's commonplace on Fox News to talk about uh, immigrants as if they're invaders. and wouldn't you know it? A mentally unstable guy took his weapons and went out and shot some people at a Walmart. I'm sorry to those of you that lost loved ones there i I wish I had something more than just thoughts and prayers to offer you. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, our country is run by special interests that refuse to act to help us. and uh, one day it might be me, you know could be you if you're listening it, it it's sad. it it needs to change. And in our lifetimes, I imagine it well i I am actually kind of an optimist at the end of the day. I, I do think, that what I'm saying will become self-evident. It's just going to take more and more mass shootings for that to happen. And that's depressing and pathetic and sad. But the longer nothing happens on the gun rights or on the gun control debate, the more people are going to wake up to the reality that the Second Amendment is to blame and its poor wording is to blame. And other countries that don't have to deal with this are an example we should follow. So I recognize that today was Wednesday and I said I would record and post this on Tuesday. Uh, I wanted to experiment with the music and didn't get around to getting that set up. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed it. That'll be the way we open it from now on going forward. Uh, Next week, it will be Tuesday. I'm committed to that. Uh, Don't be surprised if I'm wrong, but I am committed to getting this out on Tuesday. Uh, Thank you for tuning in. This was Sociable Socialism. My name is Joe Loudguy, signing off.